0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Super Sleuths Book 5, The Magical Parrots of Flombo by E.M. Clark. Read by Lexi. Chapter 7, A New Alliance. Zelly, Sophie and their new friends, the twins Sep and Theo, moved back through the green curtain to speak to Giletta and the Great Gizem. Sepp and Theo are joining us sleuths on our mission to defeat the forces of evil, announced Zelly. The Great Gizem smiled and Giletta clapped her hands in delight. Excellent news, she cried. With all of your powers together, we have the best chance we've ever had of stopping Igor and his evil plans for good. We hope this time the peace will be permanent, said Sep. Before you go, take these, said Gilletta, and she passed several packets to Sophie, who put them in her rucksack. I wonder what they are, whispered Zellie, and Sophie shrugged. If they're half as useful as the magic fog she gave us last time we were up north, we'll appreciate them. Sep and Theo had picked up their own backpacks and were ready to set off with the girls to meet the rest of the sleuths. Be wise, my children, the great Gizem said. Trust yourselves, and trust each other. They all nodded. Good luck, cried Giletta, surrounded by her magical parrots, who all chirped enthusiastically, as if wishing the children good fortune. We're all relying on you. No pressure then, grinned Sep, and with a final wave they set off on their way back to meet the others. As they headed toward the entrance where Nika was patiently waiting for them, Zellie was thinking. Anna's all better now, but do you think it's safe to use her outside the Enchanted Valley? I don't know, replied Theo thoughtfully. Outside here it might not be safe. Rosina might be able to sense her. Is there a way to hide or obscure her and Demaria so they can't be seen? Zelly and Sophie grinned. You bet there is, said Sophie. Go on, Zell. Fairy Fee, Fairy Fee, grant our parrots invisibility, muttered Zelly. Anna and Demaria disappeared. Whoa, said Theo. Impressive, agreed Sepp. Zelly smiled. They had reached the entrance to the Enchanted Valley, and she felt relieved that Anna was hidden away from any spying eyes. Viam Revelare, came Anna and Demaria's voices, and the veil of vines swept itself to the side. Nika was there waiting for them, and she smiled when she saw them. All right, me hearties, she asked. Zellie and Sophie introduced her to Sep and Theo, explaining the Great Gizem's plan that they all join forces to defeat Igor, Rosina, and the Black Cross gang. Glad to meet you, Nika said, shaking the twins' hands. Your skills sound like they could come in pretty handy. The boys grinned at her. ''We've been in training for years,'' said Theo. ''We can't wait to use them for real.'' ''Nika, we think you were right when you thought we were being followed before,'' said Sophie. ''The great Gizem said that Igor has sent spies after us.'' Nika frowned and put her hand to the sharp sword she always wore ready at her belt. ''We've made Anna and Damaria invisible,'' whispered Zelly, and she whistled to her parrot who landed on her shoulder, ready to hear her mistress's instructions. ''Anna!'' Go and scout out the route, Zelly said quietly. But be very careful. If you sense an aura or anything that doesn't feel right, come straight back. Anna cheeped softly and Zelly felt her wings brush her cheek as she flew into the cloudless sky. They trudged along, straining their ears for any unusual sounds. Nika was watchful and serious as she led them into a forest glade. As soon as they stepped under the canopy of trees... Zellie felt very worried. She stopped in her tracks. What is it? Asked Sophie, feeling her cousin tense. I don't know, Zellie replied, keeping her voice low. But something's wrong. She signalled to the others. Nika was immediately on the alert. Get down! She hissed, urgently, and they all fell to the ground. Seconds later, they heard a swish, then silence. They lay, "'Frozen on the ground, their faces pressed into the dirt. "'After another minute had passed, Sepp and Theo looked up. "'They got carefully to their feet "'and looked at a spot just ahead of where they had all been standing. "'It's a trap!' Sepp cried, beckoning the others over to see it. "'And a very cunning trap it is too,' added Theo as he examined it. "'See this big tree trunk?' "'and he pointed to it. "'It's been cleverly balanced to knock over anyone who passes by, "'so they fall onto lots of spikes in the ground.' "'The others looked down in horror at the pit of vicious wooden spikes "'which had lain hidden beneath a covering of leaves and branches. "'Sep shook his head. "'We need to move quickly. "'The people who set this trap will soon come to see what they've caught. "'Let's go.' "'It's too late,' whispered Sophie in horror as they heard voices coming towards them. Cast the spell, mouthed Nika at Zelly and Sophie. They nodded. Nika grabbed Sophie's hand so she was covered by her magic, while Zelly cast a stronger spell to cover herself and the boys. Fairy Fee, Fairy Fee, grant us all invisibility. They all disappeared. Don't move, or they'll hear us, instructed Zelly in a whisper. Everyone froze in position, hardly daring to breathe. The voices grew louder and were accompanied by the sound of several sets of footsteps. Then, three people entered the clearing. Three people, Sophie and Zelly had seen before. Their hearts stopped. It was Ferenc and Festia, Igor's evil partners in crime, and with them was Humberto the Pirate. He was easily recognised by his huge bulk and height, as well as his beard and the heavy wooden club he took with him wherever he went. Zelly looked closely. It was definitely him, as some of his fingers were missing. They were very close behind us, thought Zelly. I wonder if they saw us go into the Enchanted Valley. Sophie next to her was shaking with fear. She was terrified of Humberto in particular, Zelly squeezed her hand to comfort her. Where are they? asked Festia in a furious voice. I told you they were tricky, said Humberto. Shut up, you're just a servant, she snarled back at him. She's even horrible to her fellow villains, thought Zelly. Meanwhile, Ferenc was prowling the area. His wolfish face turned up almost as if he was sniffing them out. He moved closer and closer to the hidden group, and Sophie squeezed her eyes shut. We've been searching all day and found no sign of those damn magical parrots, Ferenc was muttering to himself. If we catch those meddling girls, we'll make them tell us where they're hidden. He was so close, they could smell the sour sweat on him and hear him breathing. They were all staying stock still, trying not to tremble. He paused again, and Sophie felt like she was going to faint with fear. After what seemed like hours, he moved away. Let's go and check the other traps, he ordered the others. We might have caught them in a different one. Festia and Humberto nodded their agreement. We need to check on the weapons anyway, added Festia. And after a final glance round, they moved away. The hidden group slowly exhaled. That was too close for comfort, said Zelly, expressing everyone's feelings. I think it's safe to remove the invisibility spell, said Nika, and they all reappeared quite suddenly. Your magic is amazing, said Sep. Without it, they'd have caught us for sure. We need to stop those two, said Theo. Did you hear what they said about weapons? That's bad news. He looked very serious. The Great Gizem told us that in the old times, weapons were used to kill many people. Everyone thought that technology had been lost. But if they've found weapons again, we have to stop them. And they certainly wouldn't hesitate to use them if they did have them, said Nika grimly. The twins glanced at one another. It's possible we could defeat them by directing their force back at them, said Sepp thoughtfully. Yeah, agreed an excited Theo. Our powers work like this. If we let them attack us and don't defend ourselves, their weapons will be directed back at them. The others looked doubtful. It sounds dangerous, said Zelie with a worried frown. But it's how our powers work, Sep reassured her. We have to stop them using weapons, said Nika. If you're sure, it's the best option we have. We're sure, said Thea with a smile. This is what we've been trained to do. "'At that moment, Anna the parrot came back. "'They're setting off down to the river,' she chirped. "'Can you lead us there without them seeing us?' asked Sally. "'Of course, mistress,' Anna replied. "'They moved slowly through the trees down to the river. "'Okay, when we're ready, we'll let them see us,' said Sepp. "'We have to draw their fire, but they mustn't hit you as you don't have our power. "'We'll kneel in front of you,' suggested Theo.' so we'll take all the bullets. The others nodded nervously. The twins seemed confident about their abilities, but it still felt very dangerous. The twins made an arresting sight with their green eyes and long flowing hair as they stepped bravely in front of the others and started to walk towards the bank where Festia, Varenk and some pirates were gathered. They look like Greek gods, thought Zelly, thinking of the sleuth's book of Greek myths and legends, and they're just as brave as all the heroes. Aye, hey, look!' called out a pirate, spotting them almost at once. "'Over there!' What? growled Ferenc. Then he stared at the group in astonishment, before a nasty grin spread across his angular features. <laughs> "'We have you trapped!' he gloated, as he and Festia moved towards them. Sophie shivered at the hatred in their faces. We'll get rid of you all for good, shouted Festia, as they took out some strange objects from a bag. They were long, dark metal things with a hole in the end. Neither Zelly, Sophie, Sepp nor Theo had seen anything like them before, but Nika had, and she gasped in horror. You cannot save yourselves, screeched Festia. No one can stand against our guns. Guns? repeated Zelly. Even the words sounded violent. Ferenc and Festia raised two of the long metal tubes and pointed them at the group. It was terrifying to stand there facing them, but Sophie and Zelly held hands and stared at them defiantly, their heads held high. We will not let them see we're afraid, muttered Zelly, although they were both shaking. Then a lot of things happened at once. The twins raised their arm, and the air in front of their little group seemed to wobble and wave, almost shimmering in the half-light of the forest. At exactly the same moment, a loud noise split the chatter of the jungle as Ferenc and Festia fired. Bullets hit the invisible shield the twins were projecting, and immediately flew back the way they had come, hitting Ferenc and Festia in the chest. They didn't even have time to cry out before they fell and lay still on the ground. A silence followed. "'What happened?' asked Sophie. "'The guns fired bullets at us, and the boys deflected them back at Ferenc and Festier.' "'They're dead,' said Nika. "'Thank you for saving us,' she added to Theo and Sepp. "'They're dead?' said gentle Sophie in a shocked voice. I- I- "'I've never seen a dead person before.' "'Don't worry,' said Zelie. If they hadn't decided to use guns, this would never have happened to them. Yes, it's very bad news that they have guns, said Nika. And I'm sure if these two do, Igor and the others will too. As they stared at the two motionless bodies, they realised that the pirates who had been standing around had disappeared. As soon as the shots had been fired, they had all run away. All except Humberto, who stood by the line of trees, staring unable to believe his eyes. Nika was filled with a sudden fury at the danger they had been in. Go, she shouted at Humberto, and take your friends with you or we'll come after you. Theo and Sepp joined her, still radiating a strange yellow light which made them seem even more like gods. Humberto looked terrified and he almost fell over himself he was so keen to get away. Stumbling, he ran into the jungle without a second look back. We need to get going, said Nika. We have to get back to the others and warn everyone about the weapons. She looked worried. Here are some canoes, said Theo, pointing to the little boats which were tied up by the bank. We can travel back by river. It'll probably be safer. Good idea, agreed Nika. Do you know how to paddle? Sepp asked the girls. Yeah, replied Zelly and Sophie. We often canoe at home. Let's go then. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for chapter 8, Return to Mudtown. Want to read along? Super Sleuth's book 5, The Magical Parrots of Flombeau is available now on Kindle. Check out our website, supersleuths.net, and look us up on Instagram or Facebook, Super Sleuth Story Club. See you next time.